0: You're listening to the e-commerce insight show brought to you by the good.
1: Hi, I'm Katie and I'm a project coordinator at the good. I get to work with e-commerce clients on a recurring basis, and we start off almost every meeting with a review of recent site performance. Most of our clients, almost all of our clients, are using Google Analytics as their source of truth, not just for site performance, but also for user behavior metrics. At The Good, we pride ourselves on making data-backed decisions. The hallmark of our conversion growth program is A-B testing. So our tests are constantly generating data and our clients are using that data in order to reduce risk and make informed decisions about making changes on their sites. But before we even begin testing, we want everything we're doing to be informed by data, informed by reality. And the type of data that Google Analytics gives us is invaluable to our work. Probably most all marketers have some level of familiarity with Google Analytics. But if you're like me, your first experience or reaction or response to logging into Google Analytics is one of feeling overwhelmed. With this unique ability we have to digitally track so many actions on our sites, sifting through this big data can often feel like a big challenge. It's easy to get lost, frustrated, accidentally focus on the wrong metrics. We can learn so much about user behavior if we just know where to look. We have a treasure trove of quantitative data, and having a good plan and good questions to ask when you approach analytics will make all the difference. So today, in addition to offering you a little bit of encouragement on your own data analysis journey, I also wanna give you a few tips on which features within GA will be most helpful to you. You don't need to know everything about Google Analytics, but getting equated with these five basic components can be a game changer in the way that you approach e-commerce strategic monitoring and planning. So there are five main questions that you should be asking when you're approaching Google Analytics, and I'm going to give you five main reports that will help you answer those questions. The first question is about your users. Where did they come from? For that, we're going to talk about channel groupings. Second question, once your users arrive on the site, where do they go? We're gonna talk about users flow reporting. And the third question, what did those visitors do while they were on your site? What did they accomplish? For that, we're gonna look at the goal flow report. Fourth question, what does all this mean for our business? We'll talk about enhanced e-commerce reporting. And the fifth question is, how do I get this important information more quickly? And for that, we're gonna talk about custom alerts. So the first question. Where did they come from? Hopefully answering this about your visitors is going to inform your future marketing efforts, but it's also going to position us to take the perspective of a site visitor. So what part of GA are you going to want to focus on to understand how visitors are getting to your site. We're going to start under the acquisition section and make our way to review channel groupings. Google Analytics channel groupings let you segment traffic sources into identifiable groups that best suit your own e-commerce needs, so really you just want to understand where people are coming from. We all know that Google is great at tracking and quote unquote remembering things about our web journeys, but the fact that we can tell which path brought a visitor to our website is actually very powerful. If you're already dialed into understanding the different ways in which people are finding your website, you can start by creating a custom channel group. Custom channel groupings really give you the ability to track the performance of your traffic channels, segmented in a way that best serves you. But a good place to start if that seems a little advanced is just with default channel grouping. This breaks up your traffic into lanes so we can see how many sessions were brought into the site by organic search listings or paid search, social ads, email, etc. This is great information on what type of visitor you're dealing with. So default channel groupings are great, source medium reports can give you even more detail. Where a default channel grouping report might have things like paid search and social, that source slash medium report will include more detail like paid Facebook ads, paid Google, Facebook referrals, etc. So basically the more advanced you are with your marketing, the more detailed those channel reports can get. And eventually you'll be ready for the custom channel groupings. Custom channel groups give you a good understanding of your landscape by really identifying and understanding your most effective sources of traffic. All right, our second question, where do visitors go when they arrive on your site? What pages are they seeing? Where are they spending time? What does that path through your site look like? And the real question is how well have you paved the way for visitors to navigate through and eventually end up converting on your website? Some of these questions are answered by looking at your most popular landing pages and then exploring the navigation summary. This shows you the most popular next page paths. So for example, if a majority of visitors are starting on your homepage, what do they see next? Are they visiting a popular collections page? Maybe they're completing a form and so their next page path is a thank you page? Or maybe they're just ready to jump in and actually view a product page right away. So while we get a lot of information from those next page path data points, the user's flow report is a quicker and more visual way to get this information in Google Analytics. This user's flow report is under the audience section in GA, and it provides a visual overview of how visitors have navigated through your website. So from this kind of report, we can answer questions like how much page view volume are specific pages of my site getting? What are the most active and least active pages? This helps us understand which pages we should be optimizing. A lot of time and energy can be spent on pages that in the long run, hardly anybody sees. (laughs) So keep the main thing, the main thing by recognizing which pages users see and optimizing your site for that most popular site journey. The user's flow report is really showing you the sequence of page views in a typical user journey. There are a couple important takeaways you get from this graphical report as well. One is drop off points. On the report, those look like little red waterfalls that are indicating customers abandoning your site. And you can learn a lot about what we need to do to keep customers by looking at that abandonment behavior. The second takeaway are loops. A loop occurs when visitors repeatedly navigate back and forth between pages. Like they're clicking from the homepage to a product grid page, then back to the homepage. Loops might indicate some confusion on a particular page. And this insight gives you the opportunity to clear up that information and help those visitors become customers. So we have channel groupings to tell us where people came from. We have the user's flow report that tells us where they go. Next, we want to understand what our visitors are accomplishing in their site journey. Your website probably has a ton of content, a lot of pages, but I'm betting there are a few really specific actions and pages, like probably the cart page and the checkout button, that you're really hoping people are eventually getting to. These bottom-of-the-funnel actions and conversion actions are obviously very important to be measuring. But there's also some mid funnel high value actions that you know are indicative of eventual conversion behavior that you could be measuring as well. Things like signing up for a newsletter, viewing multiple products, adding a sample to your wish list. So, to understand more about the sales funnel and really identify stuck points for visitors, we recommend the Goal Flow report. This report is under the Conversions tab in Google Analytics. The goal flow report provides insight into the effectiveness of your path to sales. So to leverage this goal flow report, you do need to set up analytics goals on your site. And this is a bit advanced. You'll be creating some funnel event tracking goals using Google Tag Manager. For best results, we recommend combining these goals with the funnels option that's provided for you in enhanced e-commerce, which we'll talk about in a bit. But basically when you get your goals funnel analysis set up, this is more than just page views. This is when you've identified the best conversion oriented actions that visitors take on your site on their way to a conversion. So things like using the filter on a collections page, looking at a second product page, adjusting that quantity selector and actually adding to cart, building out your sales funnel into a series of measurable goals will help you understand those conversion barriers and how you can really smooth out and incentivize that journey all the way to purchase. If building out that goal flow seems overwhelming, I recommend starting at the end, the narrowest part of your funnel, the ultimate goal, which is making that sale and getting a conversion. Keep your eyes on the prize as you do all this analysis, but just pay attention to what a successful customer journey looks like. A lot of our analysis is around what's not working, what might be underperforming and where those stuck points are. But sometimes, especially when we're thinking about that full customer journey, it's good to flip the funnel upside down. And first look at who converted on your site recently. What was their path to purchase? What events did they complete along the way? Which landing page did they come from? What source of traffic brought them here? So now we know where visitors came from, where they went on the site, what they accomplished in their visit, and we need to understand what all of this means for us on a business level. Every e-commerce website should have Google Analytics enhance e-commerce features enabled. The enhanced e commerce feature in Google Analytics gives you access to a ton of reports with the depth and power you need to effectively manage an e commerce website. It really isolates all the most important e commerce analytics information you need to make informed decisions about your business and the user experience on your site. To get access to these enhanced e-commerce reports, you'll need to enable the feature from within your Google Analytics dashboard. You can also create those funnel visualization abilities here as an option, which are helpful in the Goal Flow and those users flow reports. The process isn't quite plug and play. You will need to make sure you're using Universal Analytics, you've got the ec.js plugin installed, But don't worry, there are a lot of helpful outlines and tips from the Google Analytics help documents that can help you along the way to make sure you get enhanced e-commerce activated. Some clients will say, oh, I already have that information available from Shopify or BigCommerce or Magento or whatever store platform you're using. And that might be the case, but unlocking the e-commerce side of Google Analytics will truly enhance your analysis and give you more actionable user insights. Things like your average order value, product revenue, conversion rates by product category. This kind of breakdown can be very helpful, not only in your user experience decisions, but in business decisions overall. The enhanced e-commerce feature will provide you with all the foundational data you need to start analyzing reports and optimizing your site. All right, so with these first four focus areas, we're able to tell how people got here, where they went on the site, what they accomplished while they were on their visit, and what it means to us from a goals and business perspective. So the final thing that I wanna share with you today to help make sense of all of our Google Analytics data is this, setting up custom alerts. Custom alerts are Google Analytics intelligence events that allow you to track changes in analytics metrics that are most significant to you and your e-commerce activities. You may be tempted to set up a ton of alerts. So you're getting information anytime something changes, but we really recommend identifying the metrics most crucial to your e-commerce business and then setting your custom alerts for them. These alerts can notify you if there are significant spikes or drops in any of our major goals, any changes in acquisition or onsite behavior. And also this will remind you of all the important data that Google Analytics is housing for you. Make sure that Google Analytics is working for you setting up some key reports and a few important alerts will help you stay on track and stay productive. So there you have it. Google Analytics will help you take the perspective of your site visitors and improve the work you're doing every day to make their experience a great and fruitful one. Come to Google Analytics with specific questions. Where are my site visitors coming from? Where on the site are they spending their time? What have they accomplished during their visit? And what does this mean for my business? I hope you're feeling empowered and excited to get into Google Analytics. If you have any questions about which metrics you should be tracking, feel free to hit us up on Twitter, that's at The Good, or check out our library of resources, www.thegood.com. Thanks so much for listening.
0: Hey everybody, this is James again. And before you go, I just wanted to invite you to join one of the coolest things I get to work on as director of marketing here at The Good. It's called the e-commerce insiders list, and it's a private version of this podcast feed that gets you access to tons of additional bonus content, like extra interviews, Q and A sessions, website teardowns, and anything else we can dream up. It doesn't cost you anything but your email address, and we promise to always respect your inbox. This is just our way of forming stronger relationships with our listeners and making sure that we produce content that is actually valuable to you and to your business. If you're interested, you can join the rest of the e-commerce insiders by going to thegoodcom podcast and dropping your email into the form at the top of the page. We'll follow up with directions for how to access the private feed and you'll be off and running. Like I said, this is one of my favorite things that I get the opportunity to work on because it lets me interact directly with e-commerce founders and leaders just like you. If you're interested, I'd love to see your name pop up in my notifications. Until then, keep an eye out for the next episode of the e-commerce insight show and we'll talk to you soon.